Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Hey everyone, I'm glad you're back for your weekly dose of deadliness. So I'm chilling in my room. I have my lawn chair with me and not my gaming chair this time. I have my laptop set up and I have the Cree word of the week jar as well. And today's Cree theme is numbers and money. So stay tuned for the end of that Cree theme segment to see which word I pick for the week. Oh yes, disclaimer. I use my experiences and stories to talk about what trauma is. So it's based on my own stories and my experiences as a survivor. All right, what is today's episode about? Today, I'm going to be talking about trauma, what it means to heal from it, some struggles I face dealing with trauma, and some coping mechanisms I used to use and currently use. Updates. So this past weekend, I went to Thunderchild Powwow and... I was really feeling the healing vibes there. I did go only one day and it was Saturday, but oh, just listening to that music, just it's just healing vibes. We sat beside a drum group and they kept getting chosen to sing for specials. So we were just like feeling the beat and oh, and they're just playing so good too. And I was just loving it. But yeah, I was at Thunder Child this past weekend. It was a good vibe. I seen a couple TikTok friends and there was like no service out there so it was very hard to like reach people kind of had to do the old school way and just you know go find them (laughs) so that's what we like basically had to do but we always eventually find each other anyways um we did meet up with like family too like me and my mom that's who i travel with to powwows on sunday july 24th i hit 23 months of being alcohol free So I was just thinking about how my life changed for like the better, but it's also hard. I'm healing, but it's hard sometimes, you know, dealing with like temptations, cravings, and especially it being summer and so hot outside. That's like what what I mean by it's like hard. I'm healing, but it's hard. Also, it's the week of the Tony Cody First Nations Summer Games here in Saskatoon. It throws me back to the days when I was in summer games where I used to play like baseball or badminton in winter games and how I would just try and like wheel someone or if I had a crush on someone I'd go try and wheel them (laughs) at the much music dances. (laughs) Anyways yeah it just throws me back. I I did go check out the opening ceremonies. It was pretty cool. I did a TikTok live during that time. Yeah, it just like throws me back of how (laughs) when I was younger, we would just be so competitive too, like during the opening ceremonies and just show off and represent our tribal council. Yeah, I don't know. It just like brings back good memories, good memories of winter and summer games. I'm glad I went to go watch and just, you know, just be part of that moment and see some like familiar faces too. And that's it for updates. Let's go to my main segment my most asked question how are you healing today 
And what I mean by that is, what are you doing to help with your mental health? This week, I'm healing by dancing and working out. I'm starting to practice dancing powwow because I feel like the powwow circle is calling my name. When I first started a few days ago, I couldn't even last a song. But I do enjoy practicing footwork and, you know, listening to powwow music. I used to dance when I was younger. I, I did make it only to juniors, then I stopped. But I do feel like the powwow circle is calling my name again. So I'm going to be working on some stuff, hopefully try reach out to people about creating some stuff for me. And I'm excited to see this part of my life come alive again. I also want to teach myself how to bead. My hands shake so I never really had an interest of beading or like even patience just because my hands, you know, shake too much. But now I feel like I have the patience. So right now I'm trying to look at different designs, different patterns to create something. I'm getting like uh, beading stuff together, like a beading kit. I am trying to go to different stores to get some beads or just to like network with other people that like sell beads and stuff like that. So that's what I'm doing. Just being around my culture is just straight healing vibes for me and it warms my heart. So I'm glad I'm getting into beading. I'm glad I want to start dancing again. And this is just, you know, part of my healing journey is to do all these things, to experience all these things, and to heal from my own trauma. Moving on to questions. What is trauma? According to the Center of Addictions and Mental Health website, Trauma is a lasting emotional response that often results from living through a distressing event. Experiencing a traumatic event can harm a person's sense of safety, sense of self, and ability to regulate emotions and navigate relationships. Long after the traumatic event occurs, people with trauma can often feel shame, helplessness, powerlessness, and intense fear. I agree with that definition the website provided. You know, trauma is scarring. Trauma is something you shouldn't have went through at this young of age or in this kind of situation or this kind of relationship or this kind of household. Trauma comes in different forms. It can be related to family, it can be related to friends, can be related to any kind of situations that happened in your life but it's also very scarring it hurts there's triggers there's flashbacks it's how you deal with this trauma and get through it but that's what i think trauma is that's what it means to me and i agree with what the website had to provide next question what does it mean to heal from trauma for me, to heal from trauma, it takes a lot of work, a lot of courage to be able to open up, to be able to talk about your shit. And it's hard, especially when you're healing from your own trauma, because you have to talk about it. See, if you leave it bottled in and not talked about, 
sooner or later you just might explode whether that's through a negative coping mechanism or something else I used to be scared about talking about my own trauma the abuse I went through as a kid because I was ashamed that I had to go through that situation I was ashamed that I had to hide stuff and keep things a secret and I kept quiet for about three years till I finally exploded I finally told my mom about what happened about what I've been going through and when I did like finally share what happened I was scared I was constantly crying my head was pounding and I just I don't know I just felt like really shitty I just remember that time I just constantly crying my eyes are so puffy remember my head just killing me and like I wanted I just wanted everything to stop I wanted the pain to stop so I went to the washroom went into the medicine cabinet and grabbed what I could and I started taking some pills because I wanted this pain to end my mom caught me basically just in time and I'm grateful she did because what if she didn't I wouldn't be here today sharing my story I wouldn't be here today you know sharing my experience and helping others heal from their trauma so that's what I mean by talking about your shit before you explode so going back to the question what does it mean to heal from your trauma it's a roller coaster you're gonna experience so much shit but also amazing stuff is gonna happen in your life see I got sober from alcohol within I'm almost at my two-year sobriety date but within those past within this past years amazing things has happened but I also opened up as a person I also became like a, a really decent speaker I never was able to do this before but here I am actually getting out of my comfort zone and doing what I want to do. Healing from my trauma means I can live my life working through my triggers. I can live my life minimizing the triggers, the impacts that it has on these situations that I experienced. It means I can openly talk about my shit. I can communicate I can work together, I can ask for help. Doing all these things has impacted my life pretty pretty good. It also means I can share my story without crying. Or I can share my story and have some healing tears. It's like I'm not afraid to get out of my comfort zone. I'm not afraid to speak. I share my truth and who I am as a person. And that's what it means to heal from my trauma. I know along the journey I'll add more to what I mean, but right now this is this is it. On to the next question. What are some of the struggles dealing with trauma? My main one is how hard it is to talk about your shit. I know some people or a lot of people can probably relate where we're taught to not talk about how we feel or to show our emotions 
or if we're crying we're told to put those tears away or just you know just shut up about it or just to move on from it or just you know just basically ignoring everything and just dismissing whatever you're feeling and that's like my main thing that I struggle with especially with trauma when I first started my TikTok journey I couldn't even communicate for shit well like I just start like I knew I wanted to communicate but I just really didn't know how so I'd always like still ghost every now and then or I wouldn't even like communicate my feelings whatsoever then you know as months went on I started to actually communicate instead of texting I started voice calling or voice noting then I started like calling the on the phone and I actually started to say how I felt about people about situations you know I did all these things that actually opened me up which is pretty weird but that's cool like I was never I never knew how to communicate but here I am communicating and shit but that was like one of the most one of this it's still a struggle to this day because from when I started this healing journey I didn't know how to communicate now I'm like progressing making my way I guess that would be like I'm not fully able to communicate yet but I know I'll eventually get there Another struggle is you live in survival mode until you actually start healing from your shit. So you basically live in a fight or flight response lifestyle. So basically you attack or retreat during stressful times instead of like communicating. And I was in survival mode for a hella long time. I attacked Like, that was my defense, was attacking others, teasing others, being sarcastic to others. And I had this mask on where I had to be tough, where, you know, like, where feelings were considered soft for me. Like, I always used to say that's something soft, like, just talking about your feelings. I used to say that all the time, then I'm like, it's actually okay to do that. It's not soft, it's just it's normal it's healthy to do and and I would also like retreat from certain situations I didn't want to be in I would ghost I would just up and delete people or disappear whenever I didn't want to deal with things sometimes I would just you know delete all my social medias before I used to do that now I I can't but When I did, I would just delete my social medias or I'd start fresh and just create new accounts. But I I noticed that once I started this healing journey, I'm starting to get out of survival mode. I didn't fully get out of it. I noticed that like I thought I did, but I still got lots of healing to do. Anyways, it's coming out of that survival mode like being able to communicate instead of attacking or retreating from like situations that you face in your life. Now I have to analyze certain situations, be like, okay, why is this happening? I I would just ask the why questions and just dig deeper to what's going on. And I'm just amazed of how much knowledge I've gained, how much I have changed especially dealing with this survival mode. I know a lot 
of individuals deal with it, especially the indigenous communities. We were taught to live in survival mode, and that's like being passed down. And there's cycle breakers out there, just like me, that's actually talking about this shit, that's healing from this shit. But that's just one of the struggles I also deal with. And the last struggle I want to share is I'm always anxious. I just like notice that I'm very functioning, but I'm always like anxious as well. Like when I talk, I always play with my hands, I pinch them, or I have to tap, or my leg is moving, or I don't know, it's like I'm doing something. And sometimes it stops me from approaching people, from talking to people, because I'm anxious. Or, yeah, basically that. Like the, when I was at Onion Lake, I was anxious AF. Man, I couldn't even go, like, walk around. I just wanted to sit in one spot. But Plus, I was also dealing with heat exhaustion too. Hey, I just, I did not like that situation whatsoever. Moving on to my last question. What are some coping mechanisms you used to use and are currently using? So let's talk about the past coping mechanisms I used to use. Drinking was my go-to one. I Every time I felt distress or I, I wanted to feel numb, I drank. I also used to smoke cigarettes. Like if I was in a stressful situation, like in my teaching year, like 2018 year, school year, I smoked a lot of cigarettes that year because I, it was so stressful. And, you know, like those kind of stressful situations that I went through like the past years... I smoked cigarettes and I, I smoked cigarettes for a hella long time until I finally made that decision that I wanted to quit. I wanted to live my life without smoking a cigarette and just relying on that for like a stress relief. A temporary stress rel- relief that eventually goes away soon. <laughs> I also overworked myself. I had to keep myself busy all the time. Like, I put myself through many jobs where I had to handle at least three at one point. And I ignored my own mental wellness. Whenever I felt shitty in my mental health, I would still go work because I distracted myself from my own problems. I was basically running away from my own problems and just working, focused on work, distracting me temporarily until I had to deal with it again. But those were the three things I mostly did before as my coping mechanisms. I ran away, (laughs) I smoked, and I drank. So some of the current coping mechanisms I use now is I journal. This is a tough one I used to struggle with because I'm like, "Why why should I journal? Why should I write my shit down? But then it actually does help. I seen it happen. I'm just kidding. But yeah. Journaling through uh, through notebooks or through voice notes or just like recording on your camera. Those are what I suggest others to do. But that's what I do too. Like I love looking at my progress and how much I improved from before. And just like looking back from years of my notebooks, it's like nice to see how much I have changed as an individual. So that's what I do is journal. And I also like my my other one is working out. My working out is on and off thing, but I, I love it. I enjoy it. 
it's like a stress relief to me. I, I love lifting weights, but the gym is on hold till I can get a gym membership again. But oof, like it's a whole other vibe when I'm working out. It just feels so nice. It's like, I don't know, it's an amazing feeling and I just love it. Another coping mechanism I use is I use affirmations. I They help. I, I was going through a situation before where I got triggered from my past relationship because from my past relationship, I got cheated on. And I was talking to someone and I got like a trigger like where I felt worthless, you know, like where I didn't feel worth it. And I had to like say affirmations like I am worthy, I deserve this, I have a voice, I am a badass auntie, like I'm a deadly auntie. I had to keep saying those affirmations. Then I was also tapping like my skin, like my hands, my hand tapping just to get through that trigger and I freaking got through it I was so amazed I'm like what the fuck how I never used to be able to go through this shit and I put my I pushed myself through it I was so amazed I'm like huh this is what it's like to work through a trigger instead of actually avoiding it and I was able to work through it like I know my worth I am a deadly ass auntie that's worth a lot and I had to keep saying that in order to, you know, release that trigger. With that, let me move on to the Cree segment, the Cree word of the week. I have numbers and money for the theme. Let me shake it up. Open it. Oh, oh, a little bit louder. A little bit shake again. All right. Today's Cree word of the week is Nistano. Nistano. It means 20. 20. Nistano. Nistano. 20. All right, that wraps up this episode. Thank you all for being here. I hope you all have a great day, great evening, and I will catch you all on my next episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly, and I'll catch you all on the next episode.